Oh yeah, of course. I'm not going to give a Cliff Notes version. <laughs> Jez has or done that. Or like Jez did and search for the missing minutes. Yeah, we've been an hour into it and then f- forgot to record. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Well, I never. Nikki. Evening. All right, Nick. You well? Yeah. All right, Hello. Nikki. Have you, have you had an afternoon nap, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> no, why? Thought you had an afternoon nap. You told me uh, to, oh, what? I do. that you were yeah. in the habit of afternoon napping. You're right. I do normally. I haven't today, though. I must. Uh, I must be. I must be slacking. Right. Of course, open Nikki or not? Uh, it's been all, all the way through, but on winter greens. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But and it's it's look it's, it's been white, so it can't have been much fun. No. I haven't been up. Um, to be honest. Good job you didn't go up, Nikki. That I thought there was a yeti on the course. <laughs> Is it available to keep it T20s? <laughs> I've been told. Oh, you were that. doing that, Blaz. <laughs> I've been talked around for the T20 campaign this year. Oh, I wonder why. I wonder why. But I'm not playing against Paddy. <laughs> Just for Can the you record. believe this, Nicky? Can you believe this? We've got players refusing to play in games. I, I, Ridiculous, I, isn't it? Well, don't let them play any games. Not fun. Well, they are refusing to play, but they are eventually playing. <laughs> Did you hear that then? Well, fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now. George, you're too old to be Well, fine. I'll just go running. I'll just go running. You could pick and choose in our day, can't you? Because we're only at 10. <laughs> <laughs> we used to have to go and pick people up. <laughs> Or ring, them up, or ring them up when they'd, when they'd forgotten they were playing. Mick Ellis and Frank that. Porter are available. <laughs> Nicky, how would you gone on with a T20 on a Friday night at six o'clock, a league game on a Saturday and a Worsley Cup game on a Sunday? Uh, I want to play it on Friday. Would you not? T20 would have been right up your street, though. Yeah, you could cow it, Nick. No. Yeah, swing it, swinging from your arse. <laughs> No, no, I was too too technical a player. Too much. Uh, too much. Won't take some swinging from that arse. Bloody hell, fire! Too, too much of a playing Leeds and Liverpool. Yeah, no. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, that, and then I probably played golf Saturday morning as well. Quarter <laughs> <laughs> oh, past seven, tee off, so I could get to cricket on time. <laughs> oh dear. Gary Morris once had me padded up for uh, what was that in Burnley Express Cup or whatever it were. How many overs were that? That were twenty. Were it? Yeah. That, uh, and that he got me <laughs> going at number three, and we were eight wickets down, and I was still working. What's <laughs> <laughs> that with your pads up? <laughs> well, like, I think you were a student, were you there? Were you at uni then, Stan? Or were you finished? Yeah. Or were you... Yeah. I think they kept getting fed up with the same headline, heating stars again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dynamic heating rescues again. Another 170 ball, 30 for heating. Heating watches the bowling. <laughs> oh, lucky, lucky 12 not out wins game for house. <laughs> Did you keep a scrap scrapbook of your work, Stan? I have, yeah. I've kept, kept a scrapbook since I was a tiny kid. Oh, can we read it? Can you put some of them on, Stan? Come on. You still do it now, Stan? 
Well, there's not much to put in it now, you know. Um, <laughs> I think the last thing I put Please in... Ladies was, toilets. <laughs> last thing I put in was my British Empire medal. Oh. <laughs> Being on first name terms with the Queen. <laughs> God rest us all. Did she present it, you, Sam? No, Lord, Lord Lieutenant of Lancashire presented it at Lancaster <laughs> Castle. I've already met all the right. Queen once, so I didn't fancy going down uh, to book, book House, as we call it. And uh, <laughs> Do they give it all that? It's sorted on all that business. No, I'm not Sir Stanley. Well, that's only for Sirs, is it? Right? They throw it across room to you. No, I, it, was, it, was, it was in the actual courthouse at Lancaster Castle. So you stand there and they read through your CV. I felt totally embarrassed. There were people there who'd been running uh, club, uh, clubs, holiday trips for underprivileged kids. One woman had virtually done everything bar sweep the streets in chipping. Uh, and I'm uh, there for cricket. You know, I felt a bit embarrassed, really, but can't turn it down, can you? You're just so, so humble, Stan. I think you can turn it down if you wanted to. Well, if you're John Lennon, you can, but that must have taken a while. What did you we, went, <laughs> we went to a do at golf club, and uh, he's obviously got his arm in a pot now because he's had, he's, had, he's had an operation, and uh, it were sit-down meal job, so I had to cut it up for him. Bloody hell. And then fire, ta- fire tatting with with catapult. <laughs> Unbelievable! In Sheridan, hellfire. Oh, Shaz is here. Fantastic. Um, excellent. This will and... be like a ten minutes now of him trying to get his screen on and stuff like that. <laughs> and his audio and his. Yeah, I can only see four here. It's shit! I've got my glasses on. Why are you late? Have you been welding? 26 minutes past, dickhead. Yeah, yeah you're seven. 26 minutes late, you bellend. Half past, I'm told. Who invited Frank Carson? Seven, cheers. Is your nice uh, Alpine fella doing well, Bless? It is. I'm at one of the ski lodge. Yeah. Yeah, like rest of them, they're in Masonic Lodge. <laughs> I weren't. They won't have me. Come on, Nicky. Well, good to see Stan. You're not as smashed as you were last year. This time. <laughs> finishing my tea now. I'm going to attack the uh, the refreshments. You'll start with anyway, the Bacardi. Anyway, let's start, let's start off on a happy note. Uh, tell me about the Empire State uh, Tea Room. <laughs> we, we just discussed it, says I'm not going through it again. You should have been here on time. <laughs> um, what are the chances of it taking off? Well, it's not rocket propelled. Um... When's British Museum come to pick old uh, tea room up? <laughs> well, one step at a time, Shaz. One step at a time. <laughs> I bet it can tell some tales that tea room, Stan. Well, I've been in one of two incidents in it over the years. I th- who could ever forget when the two rats climbed out of the bin and ran across the tearing floor in front of the Aslin Little Ladies Committee? It won't be the first time they've seen a pair of rats that long, will it? Who promptly screamed, stood on the chairs, and John, uh, John Carroll said, Don't worry, ladies, it's just a living crew, it's set. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Yes, else to say then. Hang on, let's just stop with the new development. Stan's just explained how they're going to reinvent the old members' room. I mean, how well, good would that be if we could get that back with that little stock room and the benches around and but some members from that? I've served Sir Gilda yeah. Creek. Uh, Jesse will be going back up. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, we've got another roll of that wallpaper that Clifford uh, put up with green flowers on it. Well, and a glitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't really remember the uh, the separator rooms. Can you not? Bloody hell. Can you remember the foyer where you look through that window to see into the big can, room? I can remember it. I can remember it vaguely, uh, and I can remember because it it was painted like Tudor esque, like wasn't it? It was black and white. Oh, in the, yeah. the main room, yeah. Jeff Ashworth included that. And people used to ring up payphone, didn't they, to ask like scores what's, and stuff like that? Score. Yeah. yeah. What the phone number? Four two three six zero nine. And Brian, uh, Brian Morris would answer the phone. Been playing an hour. He said, Lawrence have gone ballistic. The 272 for one. <laughs> and it's a great over radio Lancashire. Anyway, back in back back to the acting. Um I know that you, you the there's somebody wrong you stand. <laughs> Can I ring you back? Turn that off. Uh, that time that um uh, Iggy uh, decided to unblock uh, sinking uh, tea room. Oh, yeah, yeah, that covered, in, <laughs> covered it table tennis players' urine. <laughs> it's piss. <laughs> it's piss. <laughs> didn't didn't Gary's, dad once, Gary's dad once tell <laughs> them that the game was called off because of migrating crabs? <laughs> <laughs> hey, is you, uh, are you still in bands, Chez? Is that still going or not? Unfortunately, yes. What they call now? Still complete control. All right, good. Okay, realise the complete crap. No, how I feel tonight. <laughs> no, this feeling is right. I pray to diet. <laughs> what did the doctor say to you, Stan? Stop eating fatty so food. You don't Stop get your size by eating fresh air. What are his exact words? Anyway, so what's the uh, what the topics we're going to talk about? Sex. <laughs> they were all saying, Matt, you're looking, you're looking very USA. Say Thank what you. you see. Say what you see. See what you say. I can't see you, Shares. I don't. Hang on. It's probably a good thing. It's because it's so dark. There's no lights on. I've got you my know. Superman jumper on. I mean, you can sit at moon with them specs on, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can see your beard. <laughs> you bald little twat. Yes, uh, <laughs> yes, I found a picture of you. Fucking brick top. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what nemesis means? <laughs> no, no, what wanker means. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like fucking bass player out of Creed's Clearwater Revival, doesn't it? <laughs> no, they were a good band. Mm -hmm.
Welcome to the Housecast. This is the Christmas special. Uh, we haven't recorded for a while, so it's been um, a shock oh, to wow. the system to see everybody back. Thanks, Dan. Um, we have multiple uh, guests on tonight, uh, all-star cast, uh, and we'll go through um, who's here now. And we'll start on the top of my screen with uh, Chris Blessard. How are you, Bless? Very well, Joseph. Excellent. Have you been busy? Uh well, finish finish school, so we're off for the uh, Christmas holiday. So just enjoying a bit of a relax this last day. Splendid. How is all your decorate decorating gone for your Christmas day? Well, it's fantastic, as you can <laughs> see in the uh, log cabin. <laughs> yeah, Blaise in the log cabin. Love to see you, Blaise. I'll uh, speak to you in a minute. Uh, the next one is Stan Heaton. Hello, Stan. How are you? Love to see you. Nice to see you too as well. What have you been up to? Uh, not a lot, really. A couple of holidays, a golfing holiday, and then a uh, a, a normal holiday abroad. Not what have you been up to? Not a lot. <laughs> two holidays. <laughs> uh, but bearing in mind, Joe, I'd only had two <clears throat> days off uh, since March. Uh, they were fully deserved. Uh, I'm I'm pleased to see that Blaise has finished school at last. Christ, he's in his fifties. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, not much to be done on the ground when it's uh, under uh, frost and snow. Uh, bonfire was a huge success. You know about the planning application. Um, tremendously excited by the signing of the professional. Mm, yeah. And touch wood, everything in the garden as rosy as it can be in December. Splendid. Excellent. Uh and the next one is Nicky Hope. Now, I say this every time, Nick, when you're on these podcasts, but I don't see you nearly enough. Um, but uh, how are you? I'm very well, Joe, thank you. And I don't see you enough either. It's with living in, in Yorkshire that causes the problem. Um, keeping well, golf's taken a hit, obviously, with the poor weather. Uh, I've also had two holidays very well. I say two holidays. I've had one holiday and one with, with my brother, another holiday which consisted of 12 hour days painting. Um, followed by like three quarters of an hour for a pint and then back painting and he called her a holiday. Excellent. <laughs> Can I ask Nick, did done. he pull his weight? Did Jess pull his weight? Yeah, with the painting. Oh yes, oh yeah, it was a, it was a joint mission. I, I, I was uh, I was chained to the bed, but he took about a 12 foot chain <laughs> yeah. so I could get around the room and paint all the walls. So obviously I couldn't get out because every we have had a bit of history when we painted Spain House. I did have a bit of a habit of going missing about one o'clock every day and coming back at about half past four. <laughs> <laughs> so it won't like it won't let me do it this time. But yeah, all good thanks, Joe. Wonderful. Excellent. Uh the next one on my uh, screen is Ian Sheridan. Uh Uncle Ian, Shez, how are you? Jumping out of my socks in my Superman um dressing gown. Fabulous. <laughs> Excellent. Nice to see everybody. Yeah. Um, I'd like to see there's, say there's a picture of me on that ball, but there clearly isn't because I'm shitted out of all of us. But never mind, go on. Uh, there is a picture of you actually up here at the top. But, uh, is he covered in tomatoes? Yes, no. <laughs> no, it's not. Enjoy tomatoes. Um, tomatoes. <laughs> uh, next on my screen is Matt Marquis. Hello, Matthew. Hello, Joe. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Have you been busy? 
No, not really. Just doing lots of walking, bit of running, nothing exciting. See you yeah. running sometimes as well. Just see a blur going past me over the tops towards Claybridge now and then. Well, I had a fall yesterday. Oh, dear. I oh. my back on the ice. Oh, How about that? How was that? Was it slippy outside by any chance? Yeah, very. Is that because it snowed? <laughs> yeah, but it was more the ice. <laughs> and, 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 yeah, and, and had it frozen? That had been rained on. You had it, right. So, so, so what's my other story? Would you like um, to tell you? Only Don't go the fucking roll running when it's snowing. Only run when Blaze is in because I knocked on and he weren't there. <laughs> Look on the bright side, Joe. You didn't have far to fall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on uh, my screen is Gav Shields. Hey, Hello, Shieldsy, how are you? Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, all right. Who's playing? Uh, two two people I've never heard of. Oh, okay. Fair so enough. It's, uh, world's in it at Christmas, so it's oh yeah, of course. It's only day two. It's all no marks in it at start. <laughs> How have you been? Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, mate. Yeah, you've been. Yeah, fine, thank you. Uh, Burnley been all right. Yeah, yeah, super. Have they been great to watch? They like, they like watching Brazil. And how have you? <laughs> and is that what Stan thinks as well? In your think tank. That you have well, half no, time or to be honest with you, it's it's a nightmare, Joe. As I keep saying when we're on these shows, uh I still have to tell him what's going on at half time when we meet for for a pint. Roger Bromley's at the end of his tether with him. I think he's close to making excuses as to why he's not <laughs> on a Saturday. Um <laughs> what I mean. So but you know, he's only been going on for about 40 years, I stand. So he's still he's still trying to catch up. He's still trying to get I can't up. take it away from him, uh, Joe. Shields, he has a football brain. Oh, I know. We all, we all know what sort of a brain a football has. Next <laughs> <laughs> uh, one is Joe Benaducci. How are you, dude? All right, Joe. Good, thank you. How was your ankle? <laughs> Paddy wanted me to ask you how your ankle was. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. <laughs> how did you do it your ankle, Joe? I was sat on settee, right, and I had me, I had my leg tucked under me, and I was sat, I was like sat on it, and I didn't know, but like, like during during it, it had gone, my leg had gone to sleep, and I stood up and just completely <laughs> collapsed on uh, living room floor. Is that but, true? Yeah, it's fine now. You what? It's true is that, story. Is that true? One hundred percent true story. So I, I, you must know from your younger days when you used to sit on your arm, what had happened, <laughs> and then paint me nails. <laughs> wait on that ankle there though uh, anyway it's fine thanks Joe fine fantastic uh, me and Dooch have um, created a fantastic pickleball team uh, we're a force all to be conquering. reckoned with all, all conquering. conquering force to be reckoned with who've you conquered Ben and Paddy oh, yeah. what's pickleball it's like um, it's like a cross between badminton Squash and tennis. Short tennis. Played with paddles. Oh, so it's called paddle? Pickleball. Pickle. What, is that different to paddle tennis? Yeah. Right. I think paddle tennis is played like inside a cage. You play with a pickle? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cheerleader, right? Pickle, never... draw pickle. Presumably it's a very small ball, Joe. Is that why it's called pickleball? It's, I don't know. I don't know. Do you, you use a cock? You don't know how big the ball is. Well, no, it's just a normal standard size ball. A tennis ball. 
Same size as a tennis ball. It's like a plastic. plastic. Yeah. With holes in it. Thank you for that. No problem. But yeah. you did ask. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've never um, heard of it. That's very interesting. Thanks, Nikki. Well, it's got to be. I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you about it when I see you this week. Thank you. No Joe, we'll have a game. Does it require deft, deft in athletic movement? Yes. That's why well, me and Duke are so good. Yeah, we'll cancel that then. It might be that like that time we played tennis in Spain, Stan. <laughs> me and you against... Uh, me and Jez against you and Tony. That was quite... No, 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 How no, did that go, Nick? How did it go, that? <laughs> you and Jez. Well, tell us about that. Tell yeah, us about, tell, it, tell us about that you, one, Nick. It was you and Jez and Tony against me. <laughs> no, I mean, no. playing doubles against you and Tony, you've been mouthing off all day before and night before how you're going to beat us and what your tactics were. And, and it were over in about 15 minutes. I think the final comment was from Tony Will you two bastards stop hitting it to him? I've <laughs> <laughs> only ever played it twice in my life. And because you to say it was useless is an understatement. It was six love, six love, six love in 23 minutes, it took us. To beat him, we were useless. I know. So, we were trying his knackers off, running right court, we just kept hitting it where I was down work. I had no problem getting it over the net. I just couldn't get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then finally, we have Jess Hook. How are hey! you, Jess? Hey, hey Joe. Joe. You all right? Yes, it's wonderful to see you. I haven't seen you for ages. No, no, we have a little catch-up now and again, don't we? And um, we do the lower house draws, which... Yeah, for the people who are listening, if this comes out before the the players drink next week, we're going to draw the Christmas draw live five one hundred pound live. So if anyone's listening and wants to join before December thirtieth, then give us a shout. But yeah, all going well. I just listening to Nikki there about we did we grafted, we properly put some grafting, but we had a good crack. World Cup just happened to be on, so we could nip out and watch the old game. And, and then come back and, and 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 finish off the uh, the painting. But yeah, nothing else really. Draft your little bit of that work I'm doing with the with the winter sports, and it's. But I'm finding more grief from the other job I'm doing part time at Lancashire Leagues than I am. <laughs> but, uh, but, but that's another true story. That, it's, tr- it's true. Is it hard work just because all the club reps are inherently knobheads? No. Include, no. Including, no. including ours. No, no, no. I know. I mean, it, and I'm sure Stan will will help me. And I don't want to say anything on here that that is out of order. The club's rep, reps do a fantastic job. They they turn up for one meeting. No, listen, Joe. Hang on. Stop rolling your eyes. You know, reps are fantastic. The biggest problem I've got is when someone does something wrong in a game that they don't just admit it and deal with it on the day. That's the biggest problem. Just do it, deal with it, and move on. The exactly. amount of excuses and lies and rubbish that is spoken is unbelievable. And I've said this in the meeting, so it's, I'm not talking about school. Just, just a quick question. Do you think that other club reps listen to their clubs? Or do, do they just do what certain reps do and just do what they want? Stan's been going a lot longer than me. I think a lot of them who talk to the committees and the, the, the clubs come along and, you know, and, and contribute. Lots and lots to it. Danny's so, one of those that does contribute yeah. a lot. I think uh, as, as I, 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 I spotted what you were getting out there, Gav. Uh, so it has been noted. Um, <laughs> a, a lot of clubs aren't, aren't run like ours. 
the rule. Well, like, dictatorship. No, on a serious note, and I know what you mean, uh, Nicky, but I've changed. Um, <laughs> what we all have areas what of responsibility. From? We, we all have areas of responsibility, and you're given you're given a free hand to deal with your your area of responsibility. So if somebody asks you a question, you can answer it in the full knowledge that that's what will happen or has happened. The trouble with all the clubs is some of them have the biggest committees you've ever seen. So they can ask a rep a question in, uh, or, or to vote on something, uh, impromptu, if you will, uh, in a meeting, and they can't because they've got to go back to the committee. Even though we've all got emails and what have you, the committee meeting will maybe occur once a month, once a fortnight, so they have to wait for that committee meeting. So it's quite an antiquated, cumbersome system in some cases. And, and and there are a lot of people like Vinnie Hansen, for instance, at Rottenstall, who runs the club. So he can sit there and make decisions in the full knowledge that he's making the correct decision for his club. And Vinnie's done a fabulous job at Rottenstall. But Jess is absolutely right about uh, there is a complete lack of willingness to bite the bullet and say to somebody, you clown, you shouldn't have done that, too much ban." And a lot of the offences are far, far worse than too much bans. Far, far worse. And the and, and the clubs, the clubs have to be prodded with an electric cattle prod to get them to, to, to dish out an adequate punishment. When we were playing Fuck me, glad I asked. I was gonna I was just gonna ask then, and I think this is what um I know he complained about my story earlier. So um, when we play cricket, we, we when we played. Me, Jez, Nicky, there were never any bother like this, as, as far as I knew. The worst I ever uh, encountered or, 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 or witnessed was uh, Peter Swart shouting at uh, Brian Holmes at, at East Lanks when you told him to shut up. I, I don't know where it's crept in, all this dissent and this falling out with umpires. I don't agree with it, I never will. Um, I understand that umpires are there and they make mistakes and things like that, but without them put there, you wouldn't have a game. So the, 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 I don't. I, I can remember uh, certain people saying something to me in the words of the cup final at Law House, who should have known better, and they said that uh, Stan Eaton's knocked up wicket, and I said to him, "You what?" They said, "Yes, yeah, he's knocked up wicket. He's made it. He's made it slow and low." And I said to this person, "I said, you know that you've known Stan Eaton forty years, and you're accusing him of doing this because your team's not doing well." What without people like yourself, Stan, and without the umpires, without the committee <laughs> men, and without all the other people, we wouldn't have a game, we wouldn't have a club. No, there's an astonish crept into the game, there's no doubt about it. I don't I mean, like that, Stan, at all. I think it probably reflects society, doesn't it? And, and frankly, uh, banter is fabulous, some criticism is fabulous, you know, like, I, you know, get it, get him it, or put a bell in the ball, all that sort of business. Or oh, that's the worst shot I've ever seen, but when. Uh, and we've been as guilty when you stand there calling somebody a four-letter word repeatedly. It's it's disgraceful, absolutely disgraceful. Not all the games and, about. And and sometimes it's brought to light in a game. Other times it isn't, and it's the inconsistencies as well that don't help. It's not Some all the games about. Others don't. Some clubs deal with straight away. Others don't. Some throw their hand in eventually. Others have to be drag kicking and screaming. But I'm sure. Because this is the firmest hand we've had on the tiller, 
and Tony's a very able deputy. Uh, I'm sure that we will get there in the end, even if it's only in a slow drip. It's not acceptable. It's not acceptable. You don't have to work for that. Unfortunately, yes, it's life. It happens in all walks of life now. It's not just cricket. Because nobody's got any patience for anything. Nick, I understand that. You know, and you could, you know, talk golf, cricket, football, particularly kids' football, been like that for 20 years. Yes. Uh, and, and getting worse. Works like that, work situations like that. Now, mm. if you say the wrong thing to anybody, they either sue you or to smack you. Yes. So if that person who wants to do that on a Tuesday morning, if he plays cricket, he's going to do it on a Saturday afternoon. I understand. You know, so I, don't like, I don't have to like it, though, Nick. No, no, I agree with your frustration completely. It's, it is, it's ridiculous, but unfortunately, it's just the way it's going, isn't it? Adam's here. Hi, Adam. Hello. All right, hello. All right. Hi, good. I just thought I'd put an appropriate background on the, one of the best ever four defensives I've ever seen. That's you, Adam. It's uh, <laughs> right hander, so it's definitely ain't Adam. I know it is. It is. Bless is right. It's the crab. Has he got his eyes open? <laughs> uh, do, do you, is that the... I I can't... I don't know whether that is the 2011 day that we won the league. No, it is. Or is it the year before? I think it's the year before. Is it, Adam? Is it 2011? Yeah, I got it from that album, yeah. All right. Okay, there you go. That's what I do, Jed. Playing a forward defensive, and if you've noticed, both feet are off the ground. <laughs> You could you not tell it was Joe as soon as you saw the lack of technique? I've got a lot of trophies, though, Stan. I've got a lot of trophies. Andy's missed the ball. Joe, every trophy you've got, I've got one as well, because I get a med. (laughs) (laughs) Say again, Chez. Who who read up with me? Must have been us, probably. You weren't it, Joe, weren't it? Yeah, we did. No, Joseph, but captain when they won't leave. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you win leagues, Dan? No, I didn't. Did Ian. Anybody else? I didn't. I finished runners, no. runners up in cup final runners. Up. That was as good as it got, but we were happy. But what I, what I will say is to carry on sitting on the fence, even though Stan didn't win the league, he laid the foundations to allow us to win it later on. Um, Joe, earlier you mentioned you mentioned sub pros earlier. Have, have anybody yeah. has anybody on this call been a sub pro? Oh yeah. <laughs> has, has anybody sub proed and top scored having not played for five years? That'll be you, Nicky. Twenty-seven, Nick, was it? Twenty-seven. No, I weren't. I said I'd go forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do apologize. Not stone. <laughs> I do apologize. He took a great catch at first slip as well, Nick. Well, I was late to yeah. game and I didn't see a bat. And as I, as, I, as I came on, I said, how did you get on, Nick? And you told me you'd scored runs. And I, I didn't believe you. <laughs> I refused to bat. And someone else had to confirm it. I thought it was Nick. <laughs> just because not, not, you haven't played for a long time, obviously. Nicky, did you have a... I mean, you obviously know how tough it was being a sub-pro. Uh, did you have a favourite sub-pro when you played? Can I throw one in, Nick? Robert Haynes, when he got that uh, big ton against East Lanks, having played as pro for them, he's sub-pro for us. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I played then, so that, but I think I was watching that because he kept smacking it down, uh, flat flat batting it over the fence at Thornhill Road, didn't he? That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord Henderson never let us down. No, no, he was good, wasn't he? David, David Capel. 
Yeah, 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 we, we know that story. The guy, Asif Mushnaba, when we had the weakest side we've ever had out, and he got a ton in nine for, he was useful. <laughs> and we still lost. No, we won. We won. But the following day, we were all out for 50. I think he opened the batting with Swifty that day. Mushnaba. Quite possibly. What a contrast. <laughs> yeah. Whilst we're on that, when we, when, I don't, I think I was speaking to Adam the other week about nicknames that we've had. When we were bored at field, we'd give daft nicknames. That was got to be one of the best ever of Swifties, weren't it, Luna? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 we're talking about some test match this week, not Swifty, by the way. <laughs> 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 we're talking about Mushtabar on test match this week. They were saying one of the uh, Pakistani players has like got a striking resemblance to him or something. Oh, Did Johnny Russell right. get him out once in a in a Inter Toto game? Mushtabar. Yeah. Norden, were it? Yeah. Well, Jez got, got him out in the cup final against Aslinden. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Got Charlie Cotton. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a trivia question, wouldn't it? Who was the wicket keeper in the cup final? Charlie Cotton. Charlie Cotton. Yeah. Well done. Well done, uh, Gav. Well done. That's Did you keep where... in the first team, Nick? Yeah, terribly. And that's where you know I do. That's where Greasy can't part. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I don't mind to be in the same game because I was forced to do it on numerous occasions. I didn't want yeah. to because me and Alex Stewart had the same problem trying to keep we can open the batting. Um, so I was forced to do it under duress quite a few times. And we played at Riston and uh, Martin Van Rentels were bowling. Uh, were it? No, no, sort of Craig Light. I think, yeah, with Craig Lyon, who weren't a good bowler, were it? Yeah, but he had a bowler for bowling a beamer, didn't he? He bowls to Peter Sleep really early on, and uh, he charges that wicket to Peter Sleep, misses it by about four foot, and I stood behind wicket, it just hit me. And he got back in, and he got about 160 with Peter Sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it was fourth over when he it, when it did it. <laughs> where, did, where did greasy palms come from, Nick? Bakel. That was another time they made me do it, Joe. <laughs> uh, and uh, I dropped. Uh, who were bowling? Somebody were bowling. Uh, it weren't me. You remember it weren't John, me. John, John Kent. Yeah, yeah. We overly quick. But we played on a green hardish one at Bakeup. But first three he bowled, they, I didn't catch one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so one of them wags, you know, Roy Rosendale or whoever, shouted for top of his voice from Pendrick, "Hey, who's your keeper? Greasy pants." <laughs> <laughs> Raya Rosendale or Clan of India. Blaze, I think you know my um, favourite nickname for one of the old players. Which one? Go on, <laughs> off the top of my head, it's often, gone, sh- often shouting at you, Nin Nelson. <laughs> oh, yeah, tits. Yeah. <laughs> Blaze! Blaze, it's me! <laughs> I'm Dave from Birds. <laughs> <laughs> Can I throw a bungalow Brian Holmes in as a as a good nickname? Yeah, Paul Paul. Yeah, Paul. Some, yeah bungalow Brian Holmes. Few, yeah. Plenty below, but not much upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, Brock's uh, effort about Prabarka. Calling him Kylie, Kylie Minaj. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he didn't like that, did he? I think he just, I think Pravacar just saw that as a further example of what a bunch of idiots we were. <laughs> it, was, it was probably the joint best all-rounder in the world at the time. Yeah. Play, yeah. Playing with what he thought were clowns. Yeah, I'm the only person he spoke to, Jess, weren't he? Yeah, we. I'll tell you what, young Joe Martin, we might need to do an episode on that season, really, because he was outstanding. Prabhaka. Prabhaka, yeah. Yeah, what a player. But he just, from the day one, but from that first game, it just went downhill. And he just, <laughs> he didn't want to be with us. We tried hard up to about June. But then, the one occasion, I always remember it, Stan and Blaise, when Harry Brooks were quite, um, prominent in trying to get the cricket going and, and trying to get it more professional and we all had to go training and practice every Tuesday and Thursday wherever possible, rain or shine and we'd go for a run and we'd turn up and it'd be drizzling a little bit and we would practice and do as much as we could field in a provoke used to act go under covers <laughs> dry and won't come out <laughs> You know, he, made him go, he made him go didn't he, he yeah, Harry he made him go under no circumstances practices yeah. And then he'd hide under covers to keep dry. Do you remember he, who, oh, yeah, the, other yeah. international, the other international umpire was on was, was playing that year as well, weren't he? Tucker. And he Tucker, yeah. He didn't like him, did he either, man or no. Tucker like the him. fucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, it'd be interesting, really. Maybe we could get our statistician in Joe and Adam to have a look at because Prabhaka got done for match fixing, didn't he? You know, out in the open, he got prosecuted yeah. for it. Did he? Do you know mm. that? I didn't think he did oh, yeah. many lower house games, though, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Apart from that one when Alec Homerod came in the dressing room and said, Jess, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about this ball? What are you gonna do about this? And it, it, it ended up in Daily Mail, that. Yeah. <laughs> Scratch, scratching the ball. Oh dear. Nineteen ninety nine, he got done for match fixing. Did he? Wow. And yeah. when did he crawl for us? Ninety uh, one. One. You were banned for playing cricket for India for a while. He just did one season, did he? Didn't know that. Yeah. Yes. Right, wow. Yeah. I think he just won great performance. He's six for a hundred at Todd. That's right, yeah. If I remember rightly, Dwight York's brother, Clint, was the Tobin professional. And with something like seven men on the... Uh, it was a left-hander. And he was prolific run scorer. And with something like seven men on the offside and two men on the leg side, and he pulled a long up like a rocket at Prock and it at mid on and it stuck. Yeah. Do you, um Stan and uh Shez, we've had uh you two went on tour quite a lot. Uh um team. We now we've discussed the Glasgow trip before. <laughs> uh but I'm interested in lots of other trips that you went on. Um, if you have any um, stories that you'd like to tell, tell us. Well, you went, um, to, you went to because, Dublin. Because Northern he was the character that he was, there was only one Muggins prepared to room with him. Uh, and that fell, that fell on me. And uh, this wasn't a cricket trip, actually. This was a golf trip. And we stayed at uh, Landudno. <laughs> <laughs> Chess says, I like to sleep with the window open. I said, it's February. He said, no, he said, honestly, he said, I like to sleep with the window open. Oh, all right, then. So I'm shivering like mad in my single bed. Chess is snoring like mad in his. 
and it just gets light and I wake up and I can hear this rummaging around sound in the room. And it's just, as I say, it's just, so I look up and there's a seagull coming through the open window and it's eating the complimentary biscuits on the on the dressing table. <laughs> so I walk Shez up, I walk Shez up and said, you invited it in, you get rid of it. And it was shared. So I finished up having to shoo it out at window. Won't get out of bed to shoot. Said, I'm not going here. It could be could have rabies. But um full big seagull. It was just a typical daft Shez incident. Uh, I'm gonna go on to um Shez is gone, so I'm gonna go on to second team uh cricket because we don't really ever discuss this in um uh, on the podcast, we should discuss it more. Um, but obviously, we've all played quite a bit of second team cricket here. So I was just uh, looking, uh, and the majority of uh, majority of time I played in the twos with Matt Marquis and and Gav. Um, so I was wondering, they were fantastic uh, teachers in that stage. So I was just wondering, they were um, but, teachers. Well, you know what I mean. They were life coaches, mentors, or. <laughs> They, they taught me a lot about the world and the game. Um, examples, <laughs> examples of how not to do it, possibly. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know <laughs> if. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Matt Marcus, you and Gab played together a lot. Um, what, what are your kind of memories around that um, period? Oh, I wish she has a lot, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, we're playing some, I think, some good sides then. Um, but then there were other people coming into the sides, weren't there? Like, obviously, Stan played a couple of times. We had some good four legs, didn't we, Stan? We uh, did, indeed, but uh, they were character building, Matt. Friendship yeah. building. Friendship exactly. building. Um, no, I was playing with people like Frank and stuff like that. There were some, you mentioned before, there were some real characters that came through um, through the second. People who didn't go on to play um, first-team cricket. Some proper characters like a nucleus of a side. No, some real characters coming through. Like you had the nucleus of your, of your second team, didn't you? And then obviously lads that were coming in that were going to go on to far bigger and better things. But then you had these characters coming through the side, people like slippers and tits and uh, chumpers and people like that. So there's plenty <laughs> of stories to tell around them. I'm sure Gav can uh, enlighten us with some stories about them, can't you, Gav? Probably not on here. <laughs> well, if you took your eyes off the dots for a bit, you might be able to focus. Uh, he were crackers, weren't he, Dave Krapinski? He was a good player. Yeah, he was a good player, but he were crackers. Yeah. Charlie, it probably went down when Charlie nearly killed him as well when Pete uh, Gaynor were captain. Yeah. That never helped, did it? He's been, he's been down a lot, last last uh, especially last year and year before. Um, does his lad play junior team, Stan? Who's that? He was helping... He was helping with the All-Stars yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, this year. All -Stars. He's young, playing, yeah, he's helping with the All-Stars. He's young yeah. young lad, Seth's an All-Star. He's only about five. Got a couple of good chats with Dave. Uh, yeah, cracking lad. And uh, I'm hopeful we'll get David involved uh, yeah. in the very near future. Yeah, yeah. Good player, couldn't he? Oh, yeah, when play first, he, eh? When would he have finished playing? Do we know, Adam? What year did he finish? Before 2004, I think. <clears throat> who who had saying... the mahogany bat? Yes, Ted made it for tits. Oh, right. Ted, another good player, but I've never seen anybody play as pissed. He uses, it, 
He uses his neck, didn't he? When, when he yeah. Can you remember when we were trying to find we were trying to find places to uh, to practice in the days where we weren't allowed to play on the square, yeah. really, because of you know <clears throat> there weren't that many pitches that we could use. And your dad sort of had us all over ground, didn't he? He had us sort of like over at far side towards the the park, and then tried to get us back where we used to practice in front of the pavilion. But then he tried. Because what he said, the hardest place was just in front of Grangeman's up, because that's where <clears throat> that's where the roller came out, and that were always flat and quite hard. So we pitched <laughs> the net, pitched the net outside there, and everybody was just looking at each other. I am not going to bat first on there. There is no way I'm going to bat on there. Anybody fancy a bat, Dave? I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> First, first one hit him right under his left tit, right, under, right <laughs> in his heart, and he went down like a sack of spuds. Next one hit him in box, and third one rolled on floor and bowled him. So I think he went somewhere else. <laughs> Would you ever play with him, Joe? No? No, I I don't know. A lot of these people, um, they ask you all um, uh, jumpers. I've got no idea who. You'd have got that you'd is. have got on well with slippers, Joe. You'd have got on well yeah, with yeah, very similar well, similar. That would have been a meeting of man's, would it? That yeah. Yeah. yes. <laughs> very small. He could you play. Know? He could play, couldn't he? Yeah, he could used to uh, get us all in, in that second team. I mean, we were all kids and uh, we were struggling for cars and lists for away games. And there were one game I can't remember where we were going. And he went, "Right, come on, just chuck all your bags in back at work's van." Went, yeah, all right. So we did all that, and we still couldn't get everyone there. So one, a couple of us, probably two or three of us, had to get it back of his works van, and all the way to where we went. It might have been Tom or something like that. Every so often, he kept slamming brakes on and stuff like that. But by the time we got to away game, honestly, it was, it was unbelievable. We're covered in bags, bruises, all sorts. But guys didn't have bus noses and everything. He thought it was hilarious. We're from where I and all sorts. You remember other works get the band game um, when we went to Longridge Gav with uh, Matt Up. Been under 17s, and we we drive all the way to Longridge. The whole team in the back of a van. Yeah. We get to Longridge, and Gab's getting ready to bat to open bat, and he realizes he's forgotten his kicks. So, <laughs> and Gab back then were a lot slimmer at 17 year olds. So we had to wear a pair of Matt Ops pants to bat in. <laughs> billowing, billowing as he's trying to, he couldn't tell if he had anything underneath. We could have worn them over his pads. I had pads on. Got a thigh pad out. <laughs> Terry used to he used to live in Junction, didn't he? His family yeah. had the Junction. That's why he came to play down at Lawrence. And and who was what was he called? <laughs> he used to swing Matt, it miles. He used to swing it miles yeah. back yeah. into right hander. Unbelievable. Did Matt Stanley not find him a couple of years ago or last year or so? And he's, he's yeah, yeah, found him on found him on Twitter. Yeah, good bat as well. Good Terry, good bat at second team as well. He used to bat it top three or four. He come back. He come. Well, he come ball that time when we played at Bay Cup. Gab, do you remember? And um, we were we were uh, batting first, and he got told, "But if it was baking hot, and he got told you need to put some sun cream on." And by the second half, he couldn't move. It's the same shame Shez in here for this because Shez, I think Shez were captain, and uh, I don't remember really the same game, but he used to have them like you know them horrible beaded seat covers that you that you have in yeah. cars. Yeah, he had them in his car. 
And yeah. Tony Woodworth put a meat pie under the <laughs> under the seat cover and didn't tell him. I know you find that all time because Tony, Tony wasted a pie. He put a, and to, and Terry sat on it and it obviously went everywhere and I got I got the blame for it and it was obviously nothing to do with me. Tony and Shez bullied me into taking blame for it. Shez and Tony used to own him because they did him at the ground somewhere as well, didn't they? When they were going to a shop and you, when you used to walk off ground, weren't to go to a tuck shop and they, he said, "We we we just get us some." And they went, "Oh, what do you want?" He said, "Just a meat pie and a bag of crisps." Well, if you if they hadn't got that, well, just get us out. We came back. We'd take your line some coronation milk. <laughs> <laughs> but like as a young lad being in that dressing room, it was brilliant. It was, it was just superb. You just sit there and think, "What the hell was going on here?" It was brilliant. Proper laugh. So, who would your captains have been then, Gav? Uh. Uh, right, I would say it, it, it were uh, Rusty and Bron and Iggy used to uh, take it in turns. Uh, then Shez. Uh, Gearbottom, not before Shez. Yeah, Gloria. Gloria Gearbottom, weren't he? He were uh, before. Uh, that were eventful that year, weren't it? When he had to control all the clock. <laughs> when, 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 uh, when you and uh, Charlie were playing dressing room cricket. And Charlie, Charlie were batting with Mallet, and he hit that tennis ball right through. Where <laughs> Peter Gain in the middle of what can only be described as a circus, was trying to read financial times. <laughs> Charlie whacks tennis ball right through, and it hits him right in face. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can imagine, can't you? Oh, he went absolutely berserk. Yeah, no control over us, unfortunately, for Peter. Yeah. Uh, and what be like, Iggy captain in you? Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Well, Everyone's threatening to fuck us all with a hot chip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just as we were going out, we, had, we didn't have any team talk whatsoever. And uh, it, when, uh, it, when Dick and Mott used to do um, tea room, <laughs> funny and barges and stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> we, 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 didn't have, we didn't have any team talk whatsoever. And just as we were going out to bat, it was like still demolishing all these chips. And it went, all I said, lads, is if we feel like them, I'll fuck you with a hot chip. <laughs> Red chip everywhere, and uh, we all went on to field lapping his heads off. We were Brilliant. probably about like 15 as well. Yeah, Churchillian, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Stan and Nicky, I think, and and Jez perhaps as well, you'd have obviously been in the second team a lot earlier than that. Sorry to sorry to highlight that, but what, um, what was it like playing in the second team when you guy first started? Bless you're in the middle. I wasn't. I think it's a different era, Joe. I think. Yeah. Is I it? Think like Sorry. Stand, yeah, like I used stand. to get. I was a tally boy, um, and then I became a scorer. Uh, or I'd be playing cricket in the park, and Gordon Jones's head would appear over the park wall and say, "Go and get your cricket gear. Uh, you're playing for twos." And I remember, I think I was ten uh, or eleven. And just played because they were short. I remember started playing my first game, ever game at Rottenstall with Rob Taylor, who was a first team cricketer, very kindly bowling at me. Um, it's quite uh, you, you know you've you've talked about fun times there, but I can tell you when you played for Lawrence Second Eleven at the turn of the sixties and seventies, it was horrific. Uh, Ian Riddle was a captain. He was a lovely guy. Peter Wade played. He was a lovely guy. Uh, but you had others who were just dreadful bullies. 
And as you know, I'm no softy, but they went out of the way to uh, to humiliate you. Uh, I'll never forget one game at Wives. They were throwing the ball over me, head to me left, to me right. I had to run forward for it and couldn't get it. And they were smirking. Two slips gully, me, me at mid-off, and they were smirking. And so Alan Southers, God rest his soul, <clears throat> was feeling down at third man in front of the power station, walks up. Uh, as the ball is walking back to access to the three in the slips. The next time you try and make that lad look a chump, he said, I'll kick your fucking heads in. <laughs> <laughs> and that was sufficient for him to stop it. Uh, so I don't I, I don't have uh, happy memories of being a tiny, a tiny kid uh, in the second team. And it, it got better. Peter Mosley was a, was a lovely guy. Uh, he's a sharp edge of Peter, but overall he was a lovely guy. Um, and it was only, you know, when I got to sort of 13, 14, 15 that I sort of enjoyed playing in the twos. Uh, but with some uh, with some bad days, I remember being 16 all eight at home to Haslingdon on a, on a pitch cut off the square because the square was too wet. But over the years, the second team have had some really, really good players. I mean, we've talked about <laughs> this before. Matt Marquis, probably the unluckiest player in the Lancashire League history. Uh, he just happened to be a very good bowler at the time when we had a lot of when we had a lot of very good bowlers and he'd have been in everybody else's first team. When he came in the first team, he never let us down. Uh, and what a bloody uh, what a player to have in your team as well, heart of a lion. Uh, and there were others. There were others who, maybe under today's more serious conditions, shall we say, and rightly so, uh, maybe they'd, they'd have been better players for it. But back in the day, it was a lot more jocular. Uh, and perhaps less intense until you actually played in the first team. The second team, and well, there wasn't a third team, but the second team didn't train anywhere near uh, as as hard as the first team did. And the first team didn't train anywhere near as hard as the first, seconds, thirds and fourths do now because nobody knew any different. So, but mostly happy days. And uh, But there were times when we were poor. I bumped into a lad called Peter Scott uh, on the turf and Peter played in the years when I first started, and he was a fabulous guy. And he finished up having his, I think it was his wife's birthday, birthday at the cricket club last summer. Great to see him. Great to great great to see him. I have a lot of happy memories of of the nice ones in that team, John Sood, all people like that. Uh, how was your second team experience? I, don't, I remember more third team than second team, to be honest. But then it, I I stopped playing it about. I think about 19 or 20 dinner, but I do remember vividly playing and not particularly the second teams times I did play, I, I will I I find it really intimidating, you know, yeah. as in like you could get battered any minute. So it weren't really an environment to go and you know enhance your skills. Uh, I do remember vividly opening the batting with Michael Atherton uh, on a Tuesday and then on the Saturday opening the batting with Rule Reeve. <laughs> uh, and getting it on head, seriously, from a ball foot on a length, no helmet throw, and it really, really knocked me back because I was then frightened the ball for two years. Uh, and I don't, this bloke won't bowl at any pace, but I'm only a dot, and I won't be batting with a bloke that's 107 uh, at, at Chapman, uh, and <laughs> ball come off a length and it be square between eyes, and it really knocked me for six. Not, well, it didn't knock me out, but <laughs> confident-wise, it knocked me it knocked me for six. So, and we played on wickets like that every week. So whilst there was Arthur, there was Arthur 
rule blessing. Um, it weren't much for the oh, so obviously we got a game because it was the first time Lewis had had a third one. Um, but it didn't really do much if you still scored playing Chapman, Gisborne, Sabden, and, and you know the likes. So um, I don't have a, a lot of memories of exciting team, but I do thirteen because it you know it knocked me for six for two years. <laughs> Arthur Herbert and Rill began the thirteen. That's I mean, right. they, had a, they had a third team back in the 50s, but they, they resurrected it in that mm. North East. I think it was the North East Lanks League against the teams that Nicky and Briarfield St. Yeah. Joseph's. And and, yeah. uh, and occasionally, as it been about, I don't know, 17, so 18, something like that, uh, they'd be short and I'd help them out. And I remember opening the batting at Lawrence with Herbert Marsden. And Herbert was deaf. And uh, typical sunny day, uh, a few on, bars on, uh, Mr. Whippy's on, flogging chock ices and what have you. And I'm, uh, Herbert wanted to take first knock. So I'm at the runner's end, and I can see that the sight screen's not in the right place. So I shout down to Herbert, sight screen, Herbert, sight screen. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I screamed. <laughs> 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 he, he, then he took a bump out and didn't and used to be on edge one through second slip and he gave it to white. <laughs> <laughs> and, and people were people were run out were run out right left and centre. I said, best thing to do, I said he's tied a string to his belt and tug it when he wants to sing. <laughs> I remember Tony Bromley being at being at the runner's end. And being given out obstruction of the field when the bowler couldn't get to the ball for a court and bowl. And of course, he's not the person that should be giving out. It should be the batsman that's that's given out. So there were some <laughs> crazy, crazy things happened. Uh Blaise, can you remember this is off off on a bit of a tangent? Can you remember when Johnny was out handled ball? Yeah. In that, in that, in that game. Well, I don't know rules. <laughs> it's not my fault. I don't know rules. <laughs> oh, so he did handle the ball. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Big, picked it up. <laughs> picked it up. Picked it up. Threw it back away. Threw it backwards towards the slip. What do you mean, I'm out? What do you mean? I don't know rules. That's not First fair. First team game, wasn't it? Yeah. First team game. Oh, yeah. No, it was. Yeah, it was only it was only two or three years ago, weren't it, Plus. Well, it weren't. You know, it was well into his first team career. Yeah, it weren't his first first games. <clears throat> the it's um it, it, was, it was funny playing with Johnny Whitehead. I mean, we've all probably played with some funny, funny, funny people, but Johnny was a hundred, hundred percent all the time. Bonkers. Can you remember playing in the seconds, Jez, with with that sort of era with Pete Morsley? Did he? Were you? Do you have other captains other than Peter in the seconds? No, I think Peter did the vast majority of it. Um, but just what Nicky's saying there, you know, those three, Herbert, Arthur and Rule, were a breath of fresh air to that club at the time. We were very young. I, I was a bit older than, obviously, I've always been older than Nicky. But at the time, I was probably 15, so could have been pushing second team. And I remember Bomber always used to say, look, it's the best thing since life read this. You get it quality games, it was time cricket 
And I went back to there. I went, I discovered myself as a bowler. And I literally, I don't know if you remember me, my dad used to say, just don't get out. Yeah. So I, I would face 120 balls for 10 and yeah. think it were great. Yeah. And the opposition are going mental. Yeah. Yeah. And you learnt a lot from it. And then, you know, the, the standard was, was adequate for us. The pitch facilities were very, very poor. But we, I think I hit it where our first team was getting stronger and stronger. So the people stand mentioning as the bullies, and that's what they really were. You know, we don't need to mention names. They were disappearing from the scene, but players from the first who were first team stroke second team, as you know, like some Brian Holmes, Tom Sullivan, all different ages, John Ormrod were coming and being in or in and around the second team here. So I was in and out of the second team then, even up to being you know, like 16, 17, I was in and out the seconds and playing in the thirds. And it was only really when, you know, when Lofty took over that I played regularly seconds and start pushing the first team. So, yeah, Pete Mosley were there. I'd never any problem with Pete at all. He was great. You know, he'd, he'd bat and bowl me. And we had quite a strong side. Remember that game, Nick, at, I think, Sabden, when you'd been hit on Ed the year before, and he, you know, because you were a little dot when he could back for England, really proper, technically right, but got hit and struggled a bit. And then year after we're fielding, and someone's <laughs> someone's whacked it to, to square leg. Nicky's looking up, thinking he's going to go to deep square leg, a telegraph wire, and comes down and hits you on top edge. <laughs> and he was fielding. He had to go right on top of it, and Mookie West ball, where it's hit telegraph wire. Oh, we're running for it. I stood in a cow fat. <laughs> yeah, a big cow fat. Um, but I, it's a pity Shez is it's, it's a pity Shez is not as chickened out and disappeared because we played a lot there. It was competitive. Just on a serious note, um, you're absolutely right, Jess. Playing you, you, promising young cricketers playing against adults, uh, nothing beats it. And it's no coincidence that our finest crop of youngsters to date, Walker, Bailey Bailey, Martin Martin, Whitehead, I'm probably missing somebody, um, all played Belvedere and Grammar School Old Boys Cricket, 11, 12, 13, mm. year, 13 years old, before mm. they got into mm. our third team. Yeah. And it, it was on that basis that we thought it was absolutely vital that we that we got a fourth team up um, so mm. that we could expose 30, 13, 14, 15-year-olds, who were good enough, of course, and safe enough, expose them to adult cricket playing against other third elements. Mm. And it, it, it reaps dividends. I'm convinced that the reason why York Robinson caught him uh, and others bubbling on, bubbling under them, uh, are going to be good cricketers or are good cricketers, because they're exposed to adult cricket at an earlier age and they're ready for it. All right, they might not beat the field, um, they might have a ball whisk past them in the field, and they might get slogged for six by somebody that that swings from his uh, his rear end. But character building and vital, absolutely vital. Mm, I, I I agree with that, Stan, because I think. Me and Gav had this conversation before about um, when, especially like people like Matt Walker and that came into the seconds. What you were finding is they were they were they were quite. I know he's quite a confident character anyway. Just taking him as an example, but what you found is they knew 
about cricket. They weren't coming in completely cold. And if they were balling, they, were, they knew what kind of fields they wanted and stuff like that. And just the way they spoke about stuff, they were they were coming in ready to play. And they were in, it were impressive to see him coming in like that. I know, like I say, me and Gav have spoken about it before, but you could see which of them players were probably going to go on and do a little bit. You're, ab- you're absolutely right, Matt. And, and there's more to it as well, I think, because when I started playing, and probably Jez and Nicky, it was about surviving. Uh, mm. Now, because these lads have all played junior cricket and because our our junior junior sides have been uh, good uh, and win a lot more than they lose, they're used to winning. Winning becomes habit forming, as does defeat. So they're used to winning. They're confident. They're knowledgeable, as, as you say, and they're up and running. And that group that I've mentioned, Walker, Whitey, Billy, Billy, Martin, Martin, etc. And... And I stand to be corrected on this, but I think I'm absolutely right. I might get one wrong. All got 50s on their third team debut. And, you know, on the one hand, you think, mm, well, I've held them back a bit too much. But we're talking about 14-year-olds here. All got 50s on their third team debut. And I'd much rather that than they went in the third team or fourth team, as we have now. They went in too soon, got a series of ducks and had the confidence shattered. Yeah, exactly. It's when you came in. When you came in, I, I've got this recollection because you were always, you know, not blowing smoke up your backside. You know, you were a quality player, Lancashire <laughs> Bulls, you know, potentially going to make it at Lancs. But you had the, you know, you were also brainy. That you would be at sixth form and you were going to uni. So did you play much? You didn't play much with the Royal Reef era, did you? No, I didn't play at all with those. Well, I played in the thirds when, when, the, when it was the Lancashire League thirds, when... Duncan Hall right. was, was captain, so right. I never played in that that Northeast Lancashire League. <clears throat> when I when I first played for the thirds, it was the Lancashire League thirds. Not every Lancashire League side had a thirds, so I don't think yeah. initially. But yeah. I played in the thirds. And I played I probably played maybe two seasons of thirds cricket as a thirteen year old and then a fourteen year old. And then got into the seconds and didn't do very much in the seconds at all, really. I wouldn't say, you know, we had the stat this year. It was my, it's only my second, second team 50 that I got this year. Mm. Yeah. Because I only had one other. I thought so, yeah. 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 And, you, and it was because, you know, you, you were very talented and very committed for it. Um, you know, also a girly swat, and that's why you push you through it. But, but I, I, just, was... I, I think what you know, what we failed to recognise, and probably Gavin, Matt were the, probably the the last crop of youngsters through that didn't really have the coaching oh. that you know Joe, Paddy, Matt Walker, what they were exposed to because of Stan's position. You know, there wasn't, you know, we coached ourselves or, our, you know, like Bomber coached you two and my dad coached me. You know, there was no structure really to training, especially. You know, there was no massive uh, structure to the under-13s and under-15s in terms of exposure yeah. to correct technique and stuff. You were just left to your own devices to a certain extent. Mm. And, yeah. you know, mm. it took you a while to get used to you know, I can remember going into the second team and facing John Ashworth at Ramsbottom and Robbie Walsh at Riston and thinking they were, you know, they were express P 
you know, schoolboy cricket. So it was a big shock to us at that stage. Whereas I think youngsters these days have a little bit more uh, exposure to that a little bit early and a little bit more confidence coming into the situation to do that. It's then up to them to sort of find their own path, their own ticker really, more than anything else, because they've got all the knowledge and they've got all the coaching behind them. It's then have they got the, you know, the courage or the sort of dedication to go go a little bit further. And that was one it of the things actually, sorry, Jez. And just, was... just fi- finally on this, Joe, that's where we, we have the likes of Matt Stanley, Matt Marquis, Joe, Gav, all these people. They're in between. Stan had this, like almost going back to, you know, the early 1900s. Me, Blaise and Nicky and others of that era uh, had that middle ground when it was all changing. And then you got these rugrats coming along who were, you know, they were getting the proper facilities, but they were also probably getting the banter from us and, and were just a little bit of uh, loose cannons at the time. Just a little quick tell uh, about if you get in here. Uh, we gave him the nickname, and you've talked about nicknames to a tiger. You did. <laughs> because... Um, <laughs> Because uh, Jeff brought him to a pre-season, uh, probably third-team style match. Uh, and uh, Nicky, I'm going to guess you were sort of like eight. Yeah, probably. And you dive to stop a ball, and it bite, uh, very courageous, and it bounced in front of you, you smack it face. Uh, didn't cry. Didn't cry, no. just got up. Uh, and he dived like yeah. a tiger bounces. So little tough, yeah. little tough, little tough kid as well. So we called him Tiger for a while. That might be why I can't remember anything anymore. We all bang on me. It's one of my favourite pictures of you, Nicky, where you've had your face painted as a tiger. That was that was a good day. That was a very good day. Yeah, yeah, I remember that well, Joe. Good in it. Yeah. And it was done in gloss paint as well. I couldn't get it off. <laughs> <laughs> I tried Swarfiga and everything. <laughs> It's a thirty foot cock and ball. <laughs> I could do a I could do a photo album with funny pictures I've got of Nicky. I might I might do that one day. Yeah. How many of them have a blue wicked in them? A few. A few. If you if you think it's okay climbing up a wall to look over a toilet cubicle, <laughs> you carry on. You carry on. Do you remember Jess when we played a second team game at uh, at Ramsbottom, and they were they prepared the square the wrong way. They prepared a pitch going the wrong yeah. way, around and it were thundering and all yeah. that. Then the football pitch, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, you just you just bought yeah. that back from the flea market. <laughs> yeah, bought that from the flea market, and then, and then we're using it. But then you, we uh, we we went off for. Uh, Bad, bad light, lightning, and uh, thunder. And we were in the dressing room, and you were, you were sort of lovingly, sort of wire wooling your your uh, your bat, <laughs> trying to get trying to get all the marks off it. 
And then Peter Borden's hair yeah. suddenly started sort of like, he had really wild hair, didn't he? Standing he on started end. going up like that, sort of with the, the amount of static in the air from thunder and lightning. And you just yeah. you just had the wire wool above your head like that. Yeah, yeah. When you weren't lucky. Uh, Dooch. Uh, oh, what, what, um, Jess, where did you, why did you buy a bat from a flea market? Because it was a tight bomber, bomber brought him up. Oh, right. Okay. It, it was top quality, but I got me for 50 with that in the first oh, day. Do you remember what it was? Break up away. What kind of bat was it? Uh, Wally Hammond. Wally Hammond. It was called Northern Counties, Joe. Northern Counties, what it were. It wasn't. Stan might remember. It was. It wasn't senior citizen because they were cigarettes, I think. But it was something like that. It was some. Yeah, that good it, there was there was a bat. Yeah. Called, there was a bat called a senior bat. It was a brand name. Senior. It could have been that. There were no stickers on it. Oh no, they were no stickers on it. It were really soft. They were like black, black painted, engraved in with the. There were no yeah, stickers. That's right. Yeah, burnt they, were no, yeah. they were almost uh, chiselled in, weren't they? The, the names. Yeah. We're not yeah. we're not senior counties or something like that. I can't. It was, I think it, it was. Wasn't county, yeah, county, 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 and it was really soft wood. So I got all this wire wool from work, and you just because sandpaper were too rough, and it was really light, and you were a proper stroke makers bat, and, and I, I would always, <laughs> I would always lovingly loads of linseed oil on it, I and mean, this lot were always taking the piss out of me, but. It lasted two or three years, and it cracked in in one game. I tried to screw it back together, but it didn't work. Did you do? Did you did you pull that stunt, Jez, where you only you only uh, wire wool or sandpaper off the outside edges? Yeah, of course you do. Yeah. So you're yeah. left with a red a red yeah. square in the middle, as so though you middle everything. Yeah. 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 Has anybody here ever had a bat bought for them by by sort of like maybe a spectator or a member or something like that? No. Used to get used to get them at the grammar school. If you got a fifty, you got a bat. He, uh, sorry, he if you got a hundred, you got a bat. He didn't bat. But the tale he's referring to, Stan, is Bob Sandiford gave me a cricket bat. <laughs> he didn't buy it for me. He pulled it out of his loft. I think he must have played a bit of cricket, Bob Sandiford. Can anybody yeah, yeah, confirm or deny that? Yeah, I thought that he obviously really loved you, Joe, didn't he? He bought it off eBay for you, Joe. Is that, no, no, is that a made-up no, story? No, he is a made-up story. He pulled it out of his loft. Yeah. It were good, and it? it were a Millichamp bat. It were good. Yeah. But it weighed about a stone. <laughs> uh, so your your dad had a few goals at taking, taking some mud off it so I could use it, but I could never use it. But, yeah, <laughs> I got a gifted a bat by a spectator. <laughs> Back I, I in the day, Joe, you used to get all your bats from cockers, didn't you, before you stopped biting them? I haven't bought a cricket. I haven't bought a men's cricket bat in my life ever. The last you cricket bat I bought from a shop. Yeah, but what I'm saying it weren't a men's one. The last cricket yeah, bat I bought from a shop was a Harrow. Harrow. All the all the men's cricket bats I've used have just been. I don't know. Big borrowed. Yeah, big borrowed or stolen. Yeah. Yeah. My first bat was a. Was um, a John player poly armor, and it, it was it was like a white painted bat. I remember them. Duncan Fernley did them, didn't they? White. Fantastic. And then Polydrive came out, which was like a plastic sheeting over it. 
Mm. But yeah, John Player, uh, not John Player, Stuart Surridge, sorry, Stuart Surridge, Poly, Poly Drive Bar, fabulous. <laughs> I think, Stan, you go on from, because you know, that was a bit of a sad tale you told there about, you know, the, the bullying that went on. It, it was clearly wrong. Mm. Uh, it's clearly, you know, very close to maybe being investigated if it was, you know, if it was only five or ten years ago. Uh, but then I think we moved on from that, and I don't know why or who or what happened, but we moved on to that type of daft banter where we're always dressing room record player would be going with Neil Diamond on, and and we we had that camaraderie together that I think has has carried on and, and has banished that what went on in the sixties and seventies. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. I mean, they were they weren't great players either, and I think. You know, they had a cosy second-team environment and I don't know. I, I, I struggled to put my finger on it when I look back. And uh, mm. they were, around, a lot older, not... were they were a lot older, Stan, in them days? They, I mean, I, well, when we, when I certainly seem like team. I mean, don't forget, I'm I'm like 12. Yeah. Uh, and they're in the tw late 20s, early 30s. Yeah. Um, you know, on the other hand, on the other hand, there were characters like and Joe wanted me to tell this tale. Tale characters like Alan Sullers, who, who stuck up for me, and, uh, and Peter Scaife, uh, Tommy Olstead's uh, granddad, and uh, Harry Olstead's granddad, obviously. And um, I was I was a cheeky kid in the changing room. Never said boo to a goose outside it. And as a punishment, they used to grab me, and we had a kickback. Because uh, only the only the best batsmen had their own gears, and and the rest shared a, a big stuff out. Of it. So they'd empty all the stuff out of the kit bag, zip me up in the kit bag, and then promptly boot boot the kit bag, throw it around, <laughs> all in fun. This wasn't bullying, and my mum got to hear about it. So she pulled Sullivan's and said, "Like, what's going on?" So Sullivan said, "It's just a bit of fun, Peggy," uh, and and they relented. And I was allowed to put my box on before I got in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, you'd have, you'd have a, a, a withheld, a pull-back kick, a boot and all that. But turned upside down, shoved it bin. <laughs> I, and I love that, to be honest. You know, I bloody loved it. But the other stuff, they, and they, when I look back, at you know, I still see one or two of them occasionally, but, I, you know, it, stick, it stuck with me. So did you used to? Did he used to have steel toe caps and he used to flick it up with his boot? Well, yeah, he, that's he, true. He, he, when he bowled and he wasn't a regular second team bowler, very decent. He was a, certainly a good net bowler. He dragged his back foot, so he had a steel toe cap put in it. And, and the seconds, I think, nineteen seventy one, what seventy, possibly seventy three, uh, time phase. So they get to the uh, second eleven cup final, and we were a bad side. Somehow get to the second Elven Cup final at Cone and Cone want four to win off the last ball. And they pull it to Southers, who's fielding at long leg. And he runs round the top boundary at Cone, sticks his steel toe cap foot out to stop the ball. No diving in them days. He takes his toe cap, lobs up it air, catches it in his left hand, and he's left-handed, slings it in, and they run out. We win by one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it could easily it could have gone anywhere off his bloody toe. <laughs> and it lobs up, lobs up, and drops into his hand. For, so, for, so he gets mobbed. I'll tell you who was in that team, Leighton James. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. Leighton James was in that yeah. team. 
That's first... right behind your head, isn't it? You're one of those yeah. right behind your head, yeah. Yeah, right. The first thing Southers uh, ever said to me after I'd been in first team a few years uh, was, <laughs> are, you, are you, oh, you're the wicketkeeper, aren't you? Have you tried catching it? Because <laughs> 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 he, yeah. he was away from the club a long time. He lived abroad mm. for a while and then he came back and uh, it was great. Unfortunately, it didn't last very long because couple of years and unfortunately passed away and he wasn't that old either. Um, but he was a character. Just going to ask, Gav, we're talking about cricket bags. Was there not a story about someone adding some adult magazines in a young player's cricket bag? Who did yes. that happen to? Me, Sam and Tim. Oh, were you, right? All right, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he, unbelievable, very funny. So I, remember, how... I remember, I remember, uh, yeah, because obviously I wrote, I wrote, I wrote, I'd only been like 15 and, uh, so I'd get home, and, I, and I, it can't have happened before because my mum never pulled me on it at all. And uh, and I got home, and uh, I put my bag in the kitchen, <laughs> and uh, and I thought I, I needed some attention. I went in, for some reason. I went into the cricket bag and uh, just just on top of, the, of all my all my dirty stuff where my mum had got in to get all washing out. For, uh, an interesting magazine, shall we say? <laughs> Oh, so you discovered it before Lynn yeah. saw it? Yeah, oh, so I never right. got, I never got, I never got, I never got done for it. Oh, but one right. of the best okay. ones were uh, the, the ones rolled up uh, dark mat in lane ends and put that in my cricket bag. <laughs> I, I, went pick it up my, I went to pick it up and my arm nearly quite to it. So I'm like, bloody hell. <laughs> you remember when they put the uh, Accrington Murray in the bottom of his bag? Nicky's bag. Yeah. And he unzipped so unzip my bag to get me dirty washing out. He said, there's somebody looking back at me. <laughs> <laughs> it was his fiberglass coffee. So typically, he didn't get it back to Accrington. Maureen takes it back. Maureen had to take it back. <laughs> oh, Top gags. Yeah, funny. Well, Merry yeah. Christmas, everybody. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Be on the 30th. Yeah. Good night, God bless. Gordon! Gordon! Send more house to save the house. Thank <laughs> you.